Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Tipping. Do you tip? I'm hearing more and more people talk recently about service charges and tips, um, pre-authorised tips already added onto their bill. So is it still a choice to tip if you're out for dinner or is it now just assumed that you will? Interestingly, I see there's a re- restaurants in, um, in Saint-Tropez in France have now been criticised for keeping lists of people who don't leave decent tips and then refusing them um, a booking or a table again in the future. Now, maybe that's very much on the extreme end. But do you tip? Do you only tip if you're out for dinner? Would you tip if you're out for lunch, getting a coffee? Has tipping culture gone too far? I would always tip if I was out for dinner and in the hairdressers. But if I was getting a coffee, uh, particularly a takeaway coffee, I probably wouldn't. 1800 453 106 is the number. Corrine is with us on the line. Corrine, do you tip? Hi, Andrea. How are you? Good. Um, Yes, I always tip. I think it's an old habit from living in the States for so many years. I just think um, it's a nice thing to do. You don't have to in Ireland. I get that. Like, it's not as prominent as it is in the States. But, of course, in the States, it's a completely different story Mm. regarding wages and stuff. But, yeah, to give somebody, like I might, if I'm getting a coffee, if they have a tip jar, I might throw a euro in there. A barman, I'd always give him a euro for getting me a drink. Um, in a lunchtime, I'd leave a euro or two per head. Dinner, always go, you know, somewhere around 15%. Um, now, if the service is bad, that might be different, but that I've never really had that bad of service in Ireland. Okay. So you, but, but, um, I think but you, it's a nice thing. You, you, know? you tip regardless. See, I would probably, well, I would always tip if I was out for food, but if I was just grabbing a quick coffee on the way into work, Maybe because I never have yeah. change on me. Maybe that's why I don't. But like, I, I would tend to tip if service is good. Yeah. Well, I tip, you know, service would, for, I wouldn't tip if service was bad. Let me just clarify that. But if I've had good service and it looks like they're working hard and they're pleasant and they smile, um, you know, I don't mind because it makes, I'm happy. I'm a giver rather than a taker. However, in a place like the States, a lot of those people, it, all minimum wages are different in every state and they have different rules. So my daughter worked in a restaurant in Missouri. This is just a few years ago. Mm. Um, three twenty six an hour. That was what they were allowed to pay her because they assume she's going to make up her wages with tips. Number one, I'm against that because then these servers not just have to be pleasant, they have to entertain you. So people go out nearly expecting to be entertained. Number two, uh, one time they took her off all of her tables because she had a big party of like 14 people. So they just wanted her to pay attention to that demanding table, I might add, because you get free refills on drinks. And these people just, she said she's run off her feet for two hours. Now it took her 40 minutes to get to the restaurant and 40 minutes to drive home. Okay. So she made 650 That's what she got because they stiffed her. They did not leave her a tip. And that, to me, in a situation like that, if restaurants are saying we're only going to pay you three twenty-six an hour, I think they should have a mandatory fifteen percent for parties over three or whatever. Mm. So in that case, that would be. I mean, but that central pay place you were talking about—that yeah. is complete madness. So why don't they just, if they have a problem with tipping, just be one of those restaurants that says any table over three people or more there's going to be an automatic gratuity of 12% or whatever it is. Mm. And then you don't It's usually over six here, isn't it? It's usually over about six people. You'll see the, uh, you know, whatever percentage service charge added to the bill. Yeah, it is. But I mean, if there's four people out for a dinner in 
Ireland now, the bill's easily going to be over 200 euros, mm. very easily. And that and it's going to be a table that takes up a lot of time. So I think it should be either, and I don't mind that. If a place says gratuity included at 12%, that's fine with me. I don't even have to worry about it then. If I want to leave more on top of that, that's great. But at least I know the staff are looked after. Um, they don't have to entertain me. They just have to do a good job. And, you know, that that I don't have a problem with that. What, what? Um, I don't. You know, it depends on where you are, I guess, yeah. the situation. What about you, Rory? Do you tip? Um, I do. I don't work very often, but yes, I would. Yeah, always. Um, I, yeah, well, no, not well, yes. Except, well, there was once I didn't, but that's, that's another story. Right. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but it's I, not depending I, on, on, you know, I suppose the experience or the service that you have. And it would. I'd probably, my default would fall back to about 10% for adequate service. And anything above and beyond... Uh, you'd kind of round it up to twelve and a half percent, maybe fifteen. You know, it really would depend um, on the service. I don't think it should be obligatory built in. Maybe for parties of. I know going going back in a previous life when I was uh, running a restaurant in Dublin, uh, we had a twelve and a half percent service charge for parties of eight or more, and that was because of the fact that you'd have one waitress or waiter uh, dedicated to that table. They could put in quite a few errors, and if they got stuck. They're going home at the end of the night with, with their with their paltry um, daily rate of payments with no tips. So it's not fair. So I've no problem putting it on for parties of six or eight or whatever the, the figure may be. Um, but it shouldn't be compulsory um, because there is always varying states of service, be it speed, friendliness, advice on the wine list, advice on, on dishes, yeah, you name it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, on occasion, I've even had customers um, come up to me and say, uh, you know, waiter or waitress, brilliant. Um, I ordered the blah, and she said, it doesn't look great this evening. Yeah, that's a small thing. You yeah, know? but it does absolutely. People, people, people appreciate it. Uh, you, you worked yeah. in in the industry um, in, in hospitality, Rory, for for a number of years. Just explain the di- twelve. Explain the difference between um, the service charge, a service charge, and tipping, or is there a difference? Well, it's the same thing. It's it's, it's just a monetary value. It's why it's applied. Um, is is the difference? Um, service charge put on top is just so the waiter waitress can get a tip. There's not it's not tied into ability, not tied into speed of service. It's not tied. I mean, I've seen I've seen waiting staff on occasion go up against go up against chefs, and they're they're a nightmare to deal with half the time. To say sorry, medium rare. That is not medium rare. I'm not bringing it out. And you're, you're standing there as, as the supervisor or the manager and you're kind of going, oh God, she's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the difference on it is, is that a good waiting person is going to bring the right meal in the right condition to the customer. And they might just sit there and go, oh, lovely, this looks gorgeous. As against sending it back, having it redone, your partner is then halfway through his or her meal and then you're only starting yours because it had to be redone, you know. It's 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 quite a complicated yeah. process. It's not a, a straightforward thing. By the way, the one time, the one time I didn't tip and I didn't on purpose, is I was on a date in London and the waiter came down with the white wine we were starting with and poured it taste for me to t- taste it. He was French, French restaurant, and I took a sip and I said yeah. And he turned to his associate who was serving a table beside him and in French said, 
as if he'd know the difference. <laughs> Unfortunately, my date was French. <laughs> right, and was able to and was able to relay the comment back to you. Yeah, I can understand. Can understand completely. Do, do, do you I'll think? Go. Do you think has our attitudes towards tipping in Ireland changed? Has the tipping culture here changed, Rory? I think we're probably American Americanizing ourselves a little more towards tipping. Um, historically, like you never get a tip in a, in a bar, but there are occasions now where you must round it up. You know, the the round comes mm. to nine fifty, and you throw a tenner yet one one. That kind of thing is is more prevalent. Would you would, um, would would you agree with that, Corrine? Do you think we're a little bit more Americanized when it comes to our tipping culture? Oh, definitely. Um, when I got to Ireland the first time, it was nineteen ninety four, and tipping it was weird when I went around places like. Nobody tipped anybody, and it was. I thought that was strange. Now, you know, especially with a dinner, I think everybody tips at dinner now, you know, or they should if they're not, in my opinion. The text in from a listener who says, a tip for a takeaway coffee that costs nearly a fiver is ridiculous. We don't need that tip culture here. Pay the staff correctly. Don't go the American way. Another listener, it's completely down to the service and whether it's good or bad. Regarding tipping for a coffee, it's an absolute no. Coffee's completely overpriced in Ireland as it is. The wages in Ireland are not based on tipping. I'm actually tipping less and less in Ireland as the service is very poor in a lot of restaurants. That's according to Declan. Another listener, you mentioned that you tip your hairdresser. I'd love to know what you tip. I never know what to give. My hair generally costs about 180 euros, as this texter. I'd often give a tip of about 20. Is that about right or is it too much? I really have no idea. Yeah, I always have this, um, you know, scenario when you're paying to get your hair done. I think it depends how long you're there. Um, if I was getting probably full head of highlights and I have a fairly big head of hair, I'd be there for quite a number of hours. So I probably would leave around 15 or 20 quid. But um, yeah, I think that's probably usually what I'd leave. But never, never any more than that. I don't know. I don't know what the, the going rate uh, for tipping. Oh, eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. What about you, Margaret? Do you tip? Um, reluctantly. Yes, I do, Andrea. Um, but uh, I, I just can't help wondering why are staff not paid properly? Surely there is a minimum wage that should be applied to, to staff. And uh, there, well, there, there is here, yeah. Yeah, that, well, yeah. And uh, I wonder also, you know, because we're now in, in a virtually cashless society, um, and you put the tip at the end of your, your, your bill and your pay, papers on your card, um, do the staff get it? Uh, there's another thing that annoys me intensely um, if you're out for dinner and you get uh, a halfway decent bottle of wine uh, you know the markup on that is three times the original price of the bottle of wine uh, it may be, you may be told it's for corkage uh, pulling the cork in a bottle of wine um, I don't think so um, I, I keep going back to the fact that when I was working and I was dealing with the public. I didn't get tipped. I never expected to be tipped. I liked my job and that's what I got paid for. Um, but I do think even giving uh, tips to staff in restaurants is demoralising for people. So, yes, in answer, a long answer to your question. Yeah, I do tip, but I'm in principle against it. Yeah. Do do you have a standard, you know, percentage or standard rate that you'd tip, Margaret? Yes. Ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. What about yeah. you what about you, Rory? Did you say you were twelve? 
No, ten. Ten I as well. To, ten is just to get the, the meal from the kitchen to the table with nothing else, no no bells and whistles. And then anything above that, then you're inclined to increase to 12 and a half, 15, and, and on up. Uh, again, it depends on the service. It's not a standard charge. Um, a good a good waiter and a mediocre waiter working with them makes a huge difference. Your, your, your good waiter is going to turn the tables over quicker. It's going to make recommendations. So you get much less returns coming off the table. There's less complications. It's, it's a dream to work with. So they should be getting 12.5-15% on top from the customer for a pleasant experience. And a mediocre wait person, to call them, um, is going to struggle to turn over tables. It's going to struggle with getting the white cutlery. It's going to struggle, you know, there's no sugar on the table or wherever. Small little stuff that just is a small glitch and it means that the wait person has to interrupt the the, the party having the meal more uh, to say, oh, sorry, I forgot. Oh, sorry, I'll get that for you now. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll back to you in one sec. That kind of stuff. It uh, makes a huge difference and, mm. and, and it's, it's grossly overlooked, I think, in this day and age. Okay. Uh, um, listener here says, I always tip if you're eating out, you have enough money to leave a few euro. It's important and I feel it's good to leave a good footprint of yourself during your lifetime, according to this texter. Another listener, I think it's really important to know that the tips are shared between all staff. The waiting staff is not the restaurant. There are so many people behind the scenes working very hard, including the uh, including cleaning staff as well. Um, for instance, another listener, yeah, again, people actually complaining about being asked a tip for takeaway coffee. Um, if they're not sitting in, this listener says, I'm not even availing of, uh, of the service. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about tipping and whether or not you always tip. Do you have a standard rate? Do you only tip when you get good service? Fairly mixed reaction actually to this on uh, on the text line today. 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. Um, Gary is with us. Gary Anderson is the co-owner of Anderson's Boathouse Restaurant and the Killybegs Seafood Shack in Donegal. Gary, just explain first of all the difference between um, the service charge and tipping. Well, service charges not something we do at our restaurant that would kind of be hotels would apply it for larger groups um, I don't think it's as um, uh, important uh, since the legislation changed in relation to tips a lot of bigger businesses back in the day used to use it to cover additional labour costs um, the modern system is all credit card tips are uh, put through payroll and are taxable for the staff and your cash tips are 100% for the staff so um, I think the service charges not as common as what it used to be. Certainly not in our business. Because often when you see, you know, if you're out for dinner or in a restaurant, it's, it's usually on tables over about six, you'll see a service charge uh, gratuity added to the bill. Yeah, it was something that was done in the industry in the past. I, I never really understood it, having worked as an employee for many years. I never received any of that money. Uh, hotels in particular were very guilty of it. Uh, I think it was just another revenue stream, to be honest. Do you think our tipping culture has changed here, Gary? Um, I think people are happier to tip now when they get good service. I mean, I see our staff make very good money, especially in the summer months when the business is very high. Uh, People can be very generous. You know, tips that you'd see could range from 30, 40 euros uh, per table right up to I've seen as large as 300 and 400 euros being left when the group was you know, slightly larger and particularly happy with the service they received and the food. So, you know, people, people I think, 
you know, if you're in a nice restaurant, they're they're happy to tip when everything goes the way they expected it to. The text in from a listener says, are we talking about America or Europe? As we don't tip in Europe, people are paid good wages. I might tip if the service or the food was outstanding. Maybe, says this texter. Another listener, tipping once a year to the postal service and delivery people. Milkmen, a great acknowledgement of their work as well. Um, restaurants charging a service charge is pure greed and opportunistic, says this listener. I'm sure the charge doesn't actually go to those who serve. It's like going into a shop and buying a loaf of bread and being charged by the cashier or like charging your mum for giving you your dinner. If you can't afford the uh, the wages for staff, um, then you shouldn't be in business, says this listener. What about you, James? James is the founder of uh, Just Tip. Um, is it fair that restaurants in France would would um, would introduce... Uh, this new measure, James, whereby they're actually they're they've made a list in some cases in some parts um, of people who don't tip, and then they're nearly refused tables when they try to get back. I think definitely not. To be honest with you, I think um, when you look at what tipping should be, it's optional. It's about giving the customer the opportunity to give back. Um, I think that's what we started with. Just tip was to create a transparent platform where people can leave a tip for the staff. I know it'll go directly to them. So that that situation in France should never have happened, to be honest with you. And it's probably the restaurant taking advantage of the consumer, especially in an area which is very tourist friendly. Do you think our culture here towards tipping has changed? Yeah, I probably do. Um, I think probably the phrase we would put on it is an optional tipping culture. I think there's this apparent pressure that people feel when they go into a restaurant or a coffee shop that they should tip. And I guess that's what Just Tip does, gives the consumer the opportunity to tip, but at the same time, the opportunity not to tip because, you know, all you have to do is tap your card off our machine and it goes directly to the staff. What we see in a lot of places is the systems like Clover and, you know, the screen that you see 5, 10, 15%. That's something we're definitely against because that, as a consumer, you feel, you know, you have to leave a tip in that situation, whereas mm-hmm. it also just tap your card. And, you know, we're a two-year-old business at this stage and we've done quite a lot of tips for staff. I think that's the, that's the feedback we continue to get. It's having the opportunity to tip, but also the opportunity not to tip if you want to. So j- just explain that the, the, um, just tip, how, how it works, James, for people. Sure. So essentially it is, um, there's two access points in the system. The customer can tap their card off a machine or scan our QR code. The tip is processed by us. And once a week, we deliver it to each staff member's bank account split by the hours they work. So in some cases, um, you know, we see staff seeing a two to 300% increase in tips because, um, for like say Gary or people in hospitality, we started seeing a lot of restaurants turn off the tipping function simply because of the tax. Like on a euro tip, in some cases, you're looking at between 8 and 11 cents uh, worth of tax for the business. And I think when you go back to what Margaret said about, you know, why aren't they paying them more? Like if you look at some coffee shops, you're seeing a kind of a, a four to six, uh, you know, times this year, your price of milk has gone up. And if you're a coffee shop, you know, that's a significant part of your business. Mm. And to see a 60 to 100% increase in milk, you know, there's only so much you can pass on to the coffee shop or to the consumer. And like, that's why you are paying five euro for a coffee now. And like when you said there, you know, we shouldn't be in business. I think most people like myself and Kira started this business at 19. I'm 22 now trying to actually start a business is something that's really hard. And I think the consumer sometimes forget how hard it is to actually run a business, especially coming out of COVID, which hospitality was hit so hard with. Would would you notice, Gary? Um, like, I don't know how you operated in in your own restaurants, but do you have the you know the the actual function? You know, it's often ten percent or fifteen percent or twenty percent, or will people just make up their own you know amount that they want to leave or to tip? It's a bit of both. Um, we have the Clover system. They have the option of tipping a percentage, or they can do a custom amount, or you can just hit the button that says bypass. You know, so 
I think people are very much in control of whether they want to tip or not. I do notice a lot of customers leave cash tips because they, they benefit the staff more. Um, and the tips are very much appreciated. And, you know, it makes a difference to people's lives that are in hospitality. We've had, like, we tip out everybody in, in the business from the, the kitchen porters to the chefs to the, the waiting staff. You know, it was the first time I met a lady on dishes that and I actually managed to put six months road tax on her car was because she got tipped for the first time in her life. She'd never got tips as a kitchen worker before. You know, those things matter to people. Mm. And, you know, I think you get an awful lot of negativity bandied around about tips and them not going to the staff. They go to the staff because I want to have my my staff get the full benefit of the tips because it makes them want to work. When things are tough, when things are busy, they can see the benefit of turning up and putting in a hard day because they get the extra reward on top of their salaries, on top of their, you know, Christmas bonuses and whatnot. But they can see why they want to come to work because they want to look after their customers. It pays them. Uh, this listener says healthcare workers are giving a service to the public and never get tipped. Why is it only hospitality and beauty services who receive tips? Actually, on that, because I read out a text earlier from somebody who pays 180 euro to get their hair done, and they were asking about, um, you know, what what they should tip. A lot of uh, a lot of texts coming in about this. This texter says, "I have a simple short haircut. I'm charged 50 euro, so I tip 10 euro every time." Barry and Ennis says, "One issue I notice lately is when you're tapping for a round of drink." with the bar person behind the counter, the Wi-Fi end of the handheld unit is pointed at you and you've no idea of how much is dialed into the unit. I don't know, but, um, James, if you can explain that. Are you asking about how, you know, how transparent it is? Yeah. I guess when you, when you look at what was brought in this time, so December last year, so a legislation was passed, all tips have to show a clear path from the customer to the employee and that includes any sort of gratuity and service charge. So as a business owner now, you know, as a consumer, you might feel like you're being taken advantage of. But I guess it's not in any employer's interest to be taken advantage of anybody right now um, because it is fully enforceable by law. Uh, and the WRC have already caught over 100 businesses that haven't been dealing properly with tips. And I think it's a really sensitive topic because as a consumer, you're going out of your way to give more. And you definitely don't want to feel like you're being taken advantage mm-hmm. of or somebody is benefiting from it gratefully. So I think from a consumer's point of view, you're actually in a more protected space than you ever were leaving a tip or even just a gratuity in some way, shape or form. For example, as you said, the postman at the end of the year, you know, as a consumer, you're in you're in more of a powerful position, I guess, knowing the tip will go directly to staff. When you go to a restaurant, you're paying a lot more for your steak, for example, says this texter. Why is there a service charge? You're paying for your meal to be cooked and delivered to your table on the hairdressing price. If the hairdressing salon can charge €180, they should be paying their staff a decent salary and no tip necessary, says Paul. The €180 haircut has really set people off. I didn't think it to mean or take it to mean it was a haircut. I probably assumed they were maybe getting highlights or something done. What about you, Carl? Do you tip in general? Um, I, I do, yes. I, I, you know, actually, I'm such a dinosaur, really. I think you've left me behind with this, with this conversation. But if I go out for a drink, I, I bring cash. I pay cash all the time, you know. And if they, I'd always look for maybe one of the lounge girls or boys because I think it's a pretty tough job they have rather than go to the bar myself. So if there's two of us out, we'd buy a drink. And um, when we get it, we'd, we'd leave, pay for the drink and leave a couple of euro for the the person who served me and that would go on throughout the evening you know sometimes on a Saturday night if there's a band being playing and it's a good night you know you might say thanks for a good night and throw them a few quid at the end of the evening as well you know same if I got a car wash or go to the barbers I'd leave a small tip I always leave cash I don't know how it works to be quite honest on the card I mean does the 
you know, at least the girl when she serves me, you say, thanks very much. And here's a couple of euro for yourself. And each time she brings me a drink, we do that, you know. So at the end of the evening, she has a few quid for herself, you know, because it's a tough job and not always, I don't think they're always treated the best, really. I'm not suggesting every bar or every mm. pub, but sometimes they can get a bit of pushed around a bit. And it's nice to say, um, you know, thanks for making it a good night, you know. Yeah, people are actually getting in touch in, in other uh, industries and areas that they tip as well. I would nearly always tip hairdressers, beauticians, waitress, waiters, etc. Usually 10% and more too, depending on the service. Sometimes no cash, so I tip on the card, but I always ask if it's shared out. I would leave reviews as well and very rarely bad ones. Employers really need to train their staff on hospitality. It can make such a difference. What about you, Damien? Do you tip regularly? I tip religiously all the time, every time. Even if it's bad service? uh, Yeah, even if it's bad service, because that person might just be having, because that person might just be having a bad day. We all have them. It's nice to be nice. Now, if you don't have the money to tip, that's fine. Don't tip. But if you do have the money and you don't tip, it's just mean. It's absolutely mean. Pay it forward. Person might be having a bad day. So if you don't tip, you're either French, Australian or mean. Right, and would you would you have a set like uh, you know? Is there a set amount or percentage of the bill that you'd always tip? Uh, probably fifteen percent if it's a restaurant. If I'm in a pub, I round up. So I went out with a friend for a couple of drinks on Sunday night. Uh, the round of drinks each time came to about eighteen fifty. So you just rounded up to twenty to the barman. If it was a lounge, there was no lounge service in this pub in particular pub. But if it was in a pub with a lounge service, always pay the lounge person a couple of euro. They're generally very young, going through college or whatever. So yeah, pay them. Paul has got in touch to say I'm a taxi driver and tourists don't tip. Americans must be told not to, according to Paul. Brendan says tipping is a horrendously condescending practice. Why not pay service staff a proper hourly rate, um, according to Brendan? Um, a lot of people, Damien, surprised that you tip even if it's bad service. Yeah, I have to say, know, mine's dependent on service. Yeah, some would. Well, you may not give them quite as much, but you know, you don't know what sort of day they're having. They could be having a really bad day. They've been having a row with, their, with people in their family. They've could be having a row with their boss or whatever. You know, and nobody's perfect. So if they're having a bad day and a bad service, maybe giving them a tip puts a smile on their face. You know, it's just nice to be nice. Yeah. But one thing I will, one thing I will say though is, on the majority of, of occasions, I will strike out the service charge. I won't pay the service charge, and I'll tell whoever's taking the bill, I'm not paying the service charge. I will pay the, the people accordingly. And can you do that? And I wouldn't have thought you well, could do I, it. Well, I've always done it and nobody has stopped me yet. Right, where it's added <laughs> on to the bill but, if it's a large group. But, yeah, but, but one thing I would love, I would love the ability if you're in a restaurant to be able to throw a couple of quid to the chefs, to be able to throw a couple of quid to the kitchen porters. Their role is just as important as the person who serves you. Gary, Gary, can you can you do that? I know you don't have a service charge necessarily in your restaurant, but can you just say I'm not paying it? I wouldn't have thought you could. I don't think. I think the service charge we don't have it up here in Donegal anywhere that I'm aware of. Maybe it's still in existence in the cities. No, the service charge that was applied to a larger group in the past was because if you've got a table of twenty or thirty people coming in, you will have to increase your staff levels to cover that table. And that's what the service charge used to be used to cover was the additional labour cost attached to it. But um, it wouldn't be optional. It would have been a pre-diagnosed thing. You know, you would know that you were paying that service charge if you're on a table over 10 or over 15 because it does require more labour on the floor. So on a slower night, if you have a table of 30 and you might have done it with two staff, Mm. you will need the third person to service a large table. So no, 
I don't, I don't believe any premises would allow you the option of opting out of the service charge in the past. Definitely not. Uh, five years ago, this texter says, myself and my partner could get a starter or a dessert with a main course for €50 Euro and a set menu. Now the above is costing over 100 and they want tips. I know their overheads have increased, but my bills have too and been handed a card machine asking for a 15% tip. Um, I think is very cheeky, according to this listener. Uh, Aidan in Castleknock has got in touch and says, tipping should be done away with. It's an excuse for the employer to pay low rates. What about the guy who comes to read the gas meter? Should we tip him as well? Where does it stop? Nobody tips me for the work that I do and I don't expect it. Keep them coming into us. 087-1400-106. Gary, James, Carl and Damien. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us in the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.